All right, let's see. This might surprise you. You're all being lied to. Okay. Basically, this is my statement about platonic relationships. I don't care if you agree. I'll fuck every female friend I have if given a chance. Jaws drop like I left my hard dick. Next to a safety hook stands. The world is flat. In the social ladder, shape of the turtle's back. We clap for heroes, but villains are better songs. Get a cannibal flower written in my voice. Roku no basket. <laughs> Do you see um, some minority nerds made a video like that? I think so. Like you mean the the black dude, the supreme, the supremacy guy who made the the funny ass LeBron videos? Yes, yes, I do recall that. Those those are pretty good. That basketball anime kind of hot though. I think it's I think it's the fact that it's the Negro in me. Uh, when I see somebody getting crossed over in any way, form, or facet, I'm gonna jump up and just be like, ah, because the dude with the, <laughs> <laughs> the dude with the blue hair was breaking ankles. I was like, what's happening right now? People was falling. And I just, just like the extreme drama. Like everything can pause so somebody could be in their head. Like I can't like, believe this is happening. How is he able to dribble so fast? What is this? Oh like God. they basically turn Dragon Ball into basketball. Yeah, essentially that's what they do. They do that with certain uh, sports. I know they did Prince of Tennis, which is basically Dragon Ball Z meets tennis a little bit. They did Ice Shield, which is football. I don't know what else they have going on, but... Well, there's that boxing one you like a lot. That shit is amazing. See, that's different because niggas is just getting knocked the fuck out. Like, I, I, there's nothing to not like about that one. I remember watching the movie on YouTube in your room in the in the beat-off lean chair. You still got that chair? Yes. Do you still got that lean? Well, yes, it does. <laughs> so I'm going to be moving relatively soon. And I was at Micro Center buying uh, some fucking cords for the internet. Uh-huh. And they have those uh, annoying like race car chairs yes. that you play video games in that all the Upstate. YouTubers use. How much are they? Well, they have like a knockoff brand for like a hundred bucks. Oh. So I might just get one of those. I'm okay. I'm happy you told me that because this one, well, it's not as bad as the old one I used to have at the old house. You remember the one that was stationary? It was squeak yeah. a lot. It squeak a lot. It was real hard trying to sit still during episodes. They have my Costco too. Okay, I'm gonna check that out. That's what's up, Costco. Uh, so everybody. This is another episode of Spit Sessions. It's been a little bit. I know uh, one or two holidays have passed in the meantime. Uh, uh, how was your Christmas? Uh, and how was your New Year? Mostly your New Year, because I, I don't know if you fuck with Christmas like that. But uh, I, Yeah, Christmas is not a big deal for me and my family, but I was somewhat forced to see my family mm-hmm. in, a, in a loving way. My sister uh, made a big deal of us hanging out the day of, which is uh, somewhat surprising. Oh, but okay. we did it, and then uh, that whole week I felt like I had a, a decent amount of family stuff. Okay, that's cool. uh, so yeah, whatever, no, no big deal. Kids got some presents. And how how lit did you get on New Year's? Uh, not very. New Year's, I had two shows, one of which there was some drama in. Uh oh, what happened? <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> we were playing at um Subterranean for the countdown. I'm familiar. And then we got. Somebody asked us to play another gig at the Mutiny, and you, you've been in there, right? I think, yeah. That nasty place on that Western? That nasty place. Funny enough, the first time I got into there, I had to finesse my way in uh, while Reggie was playing, and we brought in the New Year together. It was it was fun. That Wait, was when, a Mutiny? Uh, I think so, right? Where they no. put the thing on your hand? No, 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 no. Oh, that, that's a different place. That was a DIY spot. That, that was a DIY uh, spot. unfortunately no longer there. Oh, uh, I snuck into the DIY spot because Reggie sent me a picture of what they were putting on the back of people's hands. And I had 
a friend of mine, um, he actually made the artwork for the podcast. I gave him a Sharpie and I told him to draw it on the back of my hand and I, fin- I finessed my way into the venue without paying. So you should try that if, if you have somebody that's very artistic. What happened to Mutiny? Somebody got somebody got shot? Well, in, Whoa. Re- in, retrospect, in retrospect, there was danger of that, oh. which uh, I didn't realize at first. So um, they had like, uh, so the, the Mutiny is a, a, a dive bar. They have a lot of shows there. The shows are always free. Yeah. They usually don't pay the bands, but like you drink as much as you want of cheap alcohol. Okay. So I, I haven't played there in years, yeah. uh, but basically they were putting on a, a all night hip hop show. For like 25 bucks, you got all you could drink, well shit, domestic stuff. And they had food there until it ran out. So it was like not a bad deal. You wouldn't want to spend your New Year there, but you, if you just yeah. had nowhere to go, 25 bucks gets you a lot. Mm-hmm. So this band asked us to play uh, the hip hop night. And we're like, cool, but we got to show up at this time, be done by this time, because we got to get to our real show, uh, however many miles down the road. SUBT for the countdown midnight. So, right. uh, the sound guy's not there when we're there. And we're like, man, you know, like, he needs to hurry up and get here. He shows up, he plugs in his laptop and starts playing sound bites from, I guess, like obscure movies from the 60s and shit. And the head bartender, this lady, is like, yo, it's New Year's Eve. Don't be playing no weird shit in here. Just play some music. Even if you play punk rock music, just play music. I don't you know. Nobody wants to hear that shit. And he's like, Bitch, I'm the sound guy. You don't tell me what to do. Uh, uh all right. And then we are all licking over there. We're like, all right, just just plug all this shit in, guy, because we got to get out of here. <laughs> so then she says, I will take your laptop and I will steal off of you if you don't quit fucking around. <laughs> and he says, we will see. So then he turns that bullshit up and then she puts. So it's like it's one long bar, but yes. at the very back of the bar is a stage. And at the front of the bar is like the bar part, and in the middle is a pool table. So if you she she put some music on and cranked it up. So if you're standing by the pool table, in one ear you hear uh, festive music, and in the other ear you yeah. hear like I didn't want to stab her, but <laughs> she came. You know, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so the bartender comes back, and she was like, I fucking told you, didn't I? And she yanks his laptop out, like all the cords out of it. Oh shit! And he's like, you just can't do that. I'm the sound man. I'm the sound man. And I think he tried to grab her, and then she punched him in the face. <laughs> and I was like, yo, this is getting wild. So I'm thinking, like, if he... He was smaller than me. He was like a weird little ratty oh. jean jacket uh, guy with long, greasy hair. Oh, no. So he was the shoot the club up type. Right. So I yep. didn't think I didn't think of that until we left, because one of my bandmates was like, yo, he might have just uh, came back with a gun and murdered us. I was like, hmm. Mm-hmm. You're correct. Mm-hmm. So what ended up happening? He had a fucking meltdown. He started yanking all the cords out of the soundboard, out of the wall. He was throwing shit. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I don't even want to play anymore. But by the time we all this shit gets fixed, like it's gonna be pointless anyway. Are we gonna do two songs? Yeah. So we start packing our stuff up, walking out, and uh, they managed to calm him down and and okay. decide to keep them separated. Yes. Uh, he came back in. He's like, hey. Uh, what, what's going on? You guys aren't playing anymore? We're like, no, of course no, not. No, it's And he, done. he called us unprofessional. How is that unprofessional? You just had a fucking Royal Rumble <laughs> over by the soundboard. How is that unprofessional? And the guy who owns the bar is a, a terrible drunk, and he asked me no less than 10 times uh, to pay the cover charge. And I was like, dude, I'm performing. Like, I'm not giving you any money. Yes. So then at the end, the the food had just gotten there when we were walking out. So I unloaded all my stuff, and I came back in, and I started making a plate. 
He's like, hey, aren't you in that band that's not playing anymore? I was like, oh, no, we're still playing. And he turned around, and I put, like, a bunch of slices of pizza on the plate. <laughs> this man. Then I ran out of there. <laughs> I went to so pizza. Then I went to Subterranean. It was, a, it was a good show overall. They had, like, a few trap acts, which kind of don't vibe with what we do. Okay. I think yeah. we were only one of two <laughs> live Live, like, instrumentation bands. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Very right. straight. So, yeah, that was New Year's. Okay, that's what's up. I mean, I just ended up mixing a lot of liquor. I had, I, I fucked up. I had Hennessy, beer, champagne, and tequila. So, I woke Two up. Two bone hits, the, man. Ah, uh, yeah. I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up the next day not not feeling too, not feeling too sexy. But it was, it was, it was great bringing it in. I enjoyed it. All right. So, diving right into things. I want to talk about uh, the dude who was recording people hanging from trees in a country that is not his own. It doesn't matter where you're from or what you're doing, but I don't understand. I will say that majority of the time, anytime a video or something like that goes viral of someone going to a country and disrespecting the native people of that country, it tends to be. DK white dudes or or something similar to the fashion. This is this is kind of our fault. Is elaborate if you don't mind. We've created this monster of like social media attention seeking, mm-hmm. and then we take it to the next level with yeah. the way YouTube is set up. Like this guy literally makes a living, like a very good living, off of his YouTube channel, Factual. and he. You know, we we forget that common sense is not common, and you have a lot of people who've grown up in this environment. Yeah, uh, and all he's thinking about is getting clicks. Yeah. Now, uh, you know, he should know better. He's. I I don't know. You know, not not to absolve him of anything, but like I, I think we younger. have to lay the groundwork younger. of understanding because we have that shit. Uh, like you go on World Star, and the dude will be like. Ha ha! Like I'm in this gas station. I'm just make a mess. Yeah, yeah. and then he <laughs> oh, walks away. And I'm shit? like. That boom gang shit, that shit dumb, bro. Or people go to Walmart and just stand on top of the fucking scanning thing. They're like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Did I have to show, show you the clip of that dude who walked into a... Yeah, the Dollar General standing up was like, gang shit, you already know what the fuck going on. And a police officer oh, tackles so him good. in handcuffs and he's like, shut the fuck up. I'm a YouTube celebrity, man. But, he's like, nah, fuck that. All this shit is the same. The, it's a prank, bro. Like, all this fucking nonsense. It's a prank, bro. It's a prank, bro. Like, the, I, I never really fucked with... um with uh this logan paul dude personally i think a lot of people got their start with vine along with like king batch and all of these other guys the the brand of comedy uh, i never really had an appreciation for because it would either be one of two things it would either be pranks running up on people to get clicks or likes or something along the lines of i'm black i'm a black dude and my Kool-Aid, and my J's, and my watermelon, and so on and so forth, because that's what a lot of people that pay attention to these things want to see, and what they want to hear, so I wasn't super duper familiar with Logan Paul, the only thing I knew was that he has, or had, I'm not sure which, a YouTube Red movie, he was working on a film career, and all of a sudden I look up, and he's like, you ain't never seen some shit like this on YouTube before, you got Japanese people, dead as hell, hanging from trees, Right behind. It was a whole, like, they, they all went to Japan and were acting a fool. And at first, I was like, this is really obnoxious. And, yes. uh, but, like, it kind of made me think of Jackass. But then I really thought about it. I'm like, they weren't, like, they would go make a scene somewhere. But I don't n- remember it necessarily being at the expense of a culture. Jackass? 
Right. No, no, Jackass was all about fucking themselves up. It's like, my name's Johnny Knoxville, and I'm going to stick my head in this beehive. Shit like that. Right. You might make a scene at an establishment, but like... Yes. The worst thing they might have done in the public is take a shit in one of those toilets at Home Depot in the movie. Somebody <laughs> had to clean that up. Yes. Yeah. But... <laughs> but, I mean, he was he was walking around, and he's like, oh, sushi. Uh, sushi. Throwing sushi uh, on people and throwing shit. Throwing like, pokeballs at people and yeah. shit. Like, throw, laying... I'm going to look for an excerpt from the actual video, but it was like stupid shit he was doing. He laid eel and and fish on the back of cars, and he was walking around going Konichiwa, Gundam, Gundam, whatever the fuck he was doing. And I just can't abide by that shit. But there's an intolerance of that that comes from, it's it's a part of, it is a part of the culture sometimes. I won't say uh, American culture, but I guess it depends on who in America it is. Because when you have the, the, when you got Trump out here and he's supposed to be leading the country, calling African countries like shitholes, then it, 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 that shit comes full circle a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you got, there's just not as much of an appreciation for other cultures or people in general because everyone's focused on themselves is, is, is what I'm getting at. So he super crossed the line because he went into the, uh, the somewhat famed suicide forest. Yes. Okigahara. Yes. yes. Um, and I have some, some stats here. So in 2010, the police recorded more than 200 people having attempted suicide in the forest, mm-hmm. of whom 54 completed the act. Suicides are said to have increased in March, uh, the end of the fiscal year in Japan, because, you know, people take their work very seriously, right? Yes. And they have that overworking thing, sleep under their desk. I don't know. That's, yeah. that's true. No, yeah, that's true. Um, so in recent years, they stopped publicizing the numbers in an attempt to decrease the forest association with suicide. Um, but the suicide rate has led officials to place a sign to forest entry using, uh, urging suicidal visitors to seek help and not take their own lives. Um, so it's like a serious thing. This is a, a and I, I think there, I was watching a YouTube video response of a woman who lived in Japan and she was saying that like, it's, uh, something to do with their culture, like they're they're extra shaming themselves by killing themselves in this manner like the people who commit suicide in this forest are like the very very like low like not not doing well obviously if you commit suicide you're not doing well but they're like another level are they saying there's a better way to commit suicide something about like having your body out in the open and having it be a burden on the public the way it is hopefully i'm remembering this right yeah, so there, it's kind of shameful because you're becoming more of a burden because someone has to come and and. Cut it's not you quite down. the same as being found in your home. Like you're, it's a oh, wow. making it a public act. I think is a, something different for them no, culturally. That's, that's a little different. That's very morbid. That's very interesting though. Uh, there's a documentary where a guy goes into the forest apparently, and he does what he can because sometimes people will set up t- like tents and everything so that they can. Uh, consider the uh, doing the act of committing suicide so they chill out in the forest and like ponder about whether they're going to do it or not and apparently there's a documentary where a gentleman goes in he finds people camping and he tries to sit down with them and talk to them and sometimes he'll lead them out of the forest from what i've what i've been told so i need to find the name of that documentary or that or what that footage is so we can probably so check he went it in suicide forest yeah and, and he just started found a dead body and was acting surprised and then like, made oh. it all about him. Yes. Yeah. I'm so scared right now. My thing is people when people drop the apology video after they do dumb shit, that's 
That's it's been a well the year just started. He's the first person of 2018 to drop an apology video for doing some whack shit. I know. I mean, Kevin Hart made the "I'm an adulterer, I'm sorry" video. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how else. But I do believe that he's again not absolving him, but to get into his headspace, he genuinely sorry. No, I think he genuinely because the the argument that I've heard is like, look, you went out there and filmed it, then you had to edit it then you had to publish it put it on youtube right there's a process and there's no at no point were there any red flags and and i kind of believe that maybe there there weren't any you know what because he's so obsessed with getting the next wave of clicks that 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 makes that makes a lot of sense actually and i'm happy you brought the the sequence of like the order of operations up because this is an individual i'm assuming he records his own stuff i'm assuming he he makes his own material. He edits his own videos, probably, you know, puts music in, whatever. But this is one person. Uh, what you just brought up is there needs to be a system of checks and balances for certain shit. It's okay to hold him accountable. He apologized. I understand that. But H&M, for example, with this whole thing with the kid and the shirt and the the monkey in the jungle shit and, um, you know, and, and the white girl wearing the black queen shirt. See, that's a company. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, see, I didn't, I didn't know about the the, the white was a lady sec- wearing. A- see, this is I don't know what's photoshopped and what is not. It's gotten so bad and and, and super silly. But apparently, there was a a I don't know if it was. A I feel like that's or, way too obvious. So that, that that's that's that ha- that can't be. I hope I really hope it's not real. But the apparently the little the little black boy had the you know coolest monkey or whatever uh, in the jungle <clears throat> shit going on, and. People are mad about that because for those of you that may not know, for whatever reason, like black people are referred to as monkeys by racist individuals. But people, I don't think, are mad about, well, it's two parts. They're mad that the kid potentially has been put in this shit, but also the fact that there are no checks and balances for a company, for a company. Like, do you have nobody in the office that'll stand up and go, eh? I don't, I don't think this is a good idea. Like this is. They may have. Obviously, none of us were there, but it, it might have been a case of them trying so hard to be post-racial that they're like, "This is okay because we are so not racist." You know what? It might have also, on the polar opposite case, been a case of, "I'm gonna do this because it's gonna cause a commotion and people are gonna be talking about us." For uh, the next. Maybe, but I will, I will hope not. I don't I think the hope, backlash is worth it. No, I really don't think so. I will hope that's not the like. What are you gonna do? Make like make shirts, t shirts, eighty percent off in order to like <laughs> bounce back from what you? Yeah, just did? you know, this is one of those things where I understand why we're upset, but at the same time, we have to temper that because yeah, at the end of the day, it's a it's a clothing store that do. I don't know. Do black people really shop there? I mean, I have a few shirts from H and M, but I don't. I don't go. <laughs> I don't go ham in H and M like that. I think that's kind of like one of those choose your battles things. Like, there's a lot of heavy racial shit going on, like especially right now, like in the last two years. Yeah. Uh, some of that stuff you just gotta not necessarily let go, but this. You know, we have short attention spans and a very narrow focus as as human beings as a whole. And we're taking, um, you know, eyes off of more important things by focusing on this. And I know people don't like to hear that, but I, I think it's it's kind of just true. It does. It does make sense. It, there, it's important to know 
what's going on relative to like what can actually affect you. But certain things might take your eye off the prize a little bit. And I understand that. But your um, your how you feel about it is valid. Yeah, your feelings are your own. Yeah. Uh, this, but this is so wild to me. Like, I really do wonder if there was like one racist employee that just <laughs> snuck this in, or like everybody was just totally oblivious because they're not an American company. So I don't know if this was, if I'm assuming that this is like a worldwide thing. The whole black people monkeys. I, but I want I, I, I don't know for a fact. I would like to say that it is. I think I would imagine so. I think that kid is British. That. I, I believe that kid is British because I saw the mother commenting on the whole ordeal and she wasn't bothered about it. She's I'm the kid's mother. I'm his, but she used the word mum, M U M. So I was like, Oh, you're not, you're not from here. You're yeah, not from here. So that's another weird thing. So I see people on Twitter calling her a sellout and stuff. But it's not like she made a million dollars off of, you know, like modeling one shirt for one company isn't, you know, and to say, to come out and be like, yeah, that probably is racist. I don't know if that's necessarily career destroying. I mean, she was there. She let them put that shit on her kid. They didn't have a problem with it. Not to say that doesn't make it racist. Right. (laughs) I'm just, I feel like there's a, some, some sort of gray area is not the right term, but like, I don't quite know what to make of this i don't my my knee-jerk reaction is not to see this as a maliciously racist thing because i have slightly more faith see it in us maybe to to i see it as a a negligence yes there was nobody to somebody should have been like "Eh, i don't know about this i think i think that's why diversity is important is very important because you need at least one person of color to that has the gall or, or the ball, the, te- the 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 fortitude to sit up in the office and just go, you know what? I don't think this is a good idea. And I do understand that sometimes your job is at stake if you are that person and you don't want to stand out too much. And it's easier to let a lot of things slide, so it becomes a situation where you damned if you do and you damned if you don't. But uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of shit that could be. <laughs> uh, just maneuvered around if that were a thing um what was what was omarosa's job fucking around with uh trump did she have what was her shit i don't remember what her title was i don't remember what it was it doesn't either. fucking matter it, I, it doesn't it was matter. it was some bullshit she it wasn't was some, doing nothing yeah, yeah exactly i think collecting just, a check i think they just wanted a black lady on deck for well, she was a, a black lady right and then yeah. she was lo- she's a crazy black lady she crazy loyal to trump fuck yeah, and uh, yeah, they had to, to kick her ass out. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm. Wait, why are we talking about her? Because I was thinking about having a person of color around in order to help dodge bullshit. But then I automatically thought of her because she is a person of color. But she was. <laughs> but that advocating. puts you in a position of 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 being a, a yes man, possibly exactly. So you keep your job. And that's exactly what I what I why I made a mental connection to her because don't. No, there's omarosas out here, and I think they usually advocate. It's like, yeah, yeah, you know, that's good, you know. Hey, man, people, money changes people. It does. You got people out here talking to top gang, top thug gangs in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you remember that nigga? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You see shit like that. People will do a lot for uh, for for uh, that check for that money. So, eh, I, I guess it depends on, on the individual themselves. Unfortunately, I've never been put in a position where I've had to. <laughs> 
just go along with some shit. Like I'm picturing myself being at work, you know, like we're thinking about creating a dish, right? And it's going to be, it's going to emulate like fried chicken. And we, we thinking about calling it the soul brother bullshit or some shit like that. I'm going to just have to be like, you know what? I don't think, I don't think that's a good idea. It's, it's, but there's only so much that you can do that you can actually pull off. So that shit happened. Um, while we're on the topic of black people once again, and I guess like, are you familiar with Nipsey Hussle at all? Nipsey? Is it Nipsey Hussle? That's his last name? Yeah, because Nipsey Russell, right? Nipsey is, Russell? Is the famous entertainer. I think so. And this is the rapper. This is the rapper. Uh, okay. How old is he? He's been around for a long time? He's, yes. I want to say yes. He's been yeah. around for a I feel bit. like I, I was familiar on the the genesis of his career, but it's yeah. forgotten. Yeah. So, as they fawn by the wayside. Mm-hmm. So, um, he, he got into some trouble recently because he posted a picture of a bunch of black men suited up tie and i believe the caption has something along the lines of this is what the media doesn't want you to see these are strong black men you know fathers or brothers or so on and so forth um not no homosexuals not no thug looking dudes and so on and so forth and that message or that caption was received as a uh, an anti-gay statement and but also he went into quote-unquote the gay agenda oh so he he didn't try to walk it back he, he nah he doubled down bro because i saw the in- initial tweet but i didn't know what came mm-hmm. of that nah he doubled he doubled down on that shit and he was like check out the isis papers <sighs> the that gay agenda me. that really bothers the me, media they want they want to weaken you know I'm going into what I think the gay is there a copy of the gay agenda that I can read? I want to know what it is. I want to know what's going on. I want to know, like, is am I being affected by the gay agenda on the low? Because I haven't woke up feeling any gayer than I've already felt for the most of my life. So I'm uh, I'm actually looking for the shit right now. Oh, oh, found a caption. Here we go. Demonstration speaks louder than conversation. They gonna feed us every image of our men and boys, but this one. No hyperviolent, no homosexual, and <laughs> homosexual is separate. It's like homo and then space. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm not I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing at them, but uh, no abandoners. Just strong black men and young men. Respect to my big homie for leading with love and intelligence. God is with us. Who can go against us? Um. Yeah, you know he he's elaborated a little bit and he's like you know i see him in the comments and the comments have blown the fuck up it's about 7500 comments so far and he took to twitter and he was like i'm very well read on the subject i know what's going on the media is feeding us these things um there's strong gay dudes this is not an uncommon belief unfortunately it's not it's not it it ties right into the 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 hotepery i don't know how else how, how else to describe what that usually is when I see it. And these people say that they're well-informed, but I want to see what it is that they've read or what it is that they've checked out. It's, it's borderline conspiracy theory, but I don't, I don't know. This goes right in line with people saying, um, let me see, like Medea, a lot of black men that are actors dressing up in dresses or dressing up like women uh, that's a ploy used by the media or Hollywood in order to emasculate black men and 
fuck up the black family and i, I really don't get it right it, so there uh, certain whenever you see minorities that are anti-feminism anti-lgbt like this is kind of the rationale right that i think so it's breaking up the family, diminishing the, the male and the household. and Yes. I, and the funny thing is I see that a little bit more than what I used to see. Because younger motherfuckers used to just say, are you gay? You going to hell. Like religion, religion used to be heavily tied into things that were against uh, gay people or homosexuality. But now people, it seems like people aren't fucking with religion as much. And they just go straight to politics and conspiracy theory. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I th- For once, I think I'm stumped. I really don't know what to say. It's, it's just dumb because it's this whole, well, you know, they're trying to divide us by pitting us against each other, but they don't understand that that's what they're doing. Yes. You know, it's like you yes. take, if, if, if everybody who's marginalized gets together and, and finds a way to work together effectively, then it's not, it, that makes everything easier, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. So if, if someone out here has a copy of the gay agenda, would you please email me uh, a PDF of it so I can check it out? And if someone that believes that the gay agenda is a real thing and is against that shit, if you have a, a PDF copy of of the receipts, then I would like to check that out as well, because I want to be more informed. But I can't really get down with something that disenfranchises or fucks with another person or criticizes their way of living. You no, know, if they get their way, yeah. uh, Genuine will be their sex slave for <laughs> forever. <laughs> the R. Kelly sex slave. I ain't trying to hear that shit. Okay. No, do you know what I'm talking about? You didn't see that? Uh, that Genuine refused to kiss a trans lady on stage? Yeah, but I don't. Nobody's really upset about that, right? Or I don't think so. I think I think I think that was just a dumb headline that I think went it was around. A, yes, I think it was a, a headline that was put up there just to sensationalize something and get clicks on it. That's the problem with a lot of things that you see. Everybody needs to check sources. <clears throat> I probably said this is in an episode a long time ago. The because... video it looked like they, everybody was just having fun, and then somehow it turned into something serious. Where like genuine was assaulted was assaulted. on tv yeah yeah no i don't I, I can't fuck with these people because if you click on these articles you go to not saying the follower count matters that much but it needs to be a valid source of news you click on these articles and you go to an account that has like 200 followers and they just post and bullshit i mean we could write an article about anything we want right now and Factual. we could if we just get lucky and direct traffic to it that doesn't mean that it's true exactly like things are Things are exaggerated in a sense. And there are certain people that write these things with their own agenda. And that's okay to do because at the very most, it can be a think piece and get you to think about something you didn't consider before. One of the things I've seen recently is uh, Dave Chappelle. He came out with another one or two specials. I don't know. um, They were two specials, right? Yes. Yeah, four in total. Uh, I watched both of them. Um, And in the first one he addressed the comments that he made in the first two specials that came out a few months back regarding transphobia and what was going on. And in the second one, it wasn't as much of a stand-up uh, act. It was more of a monologue with I a like, few jokes. I like that one way more, the, the more intimate he one. Was, he was opening up a, li- a little bit more, and he was talking. He was interacting with the crowd more because I think there was more of an intimate setting. Uh, it seemed it seemed like he, he was just 
kicking knowledge and saying what he believed in. And he was like letting us know what was on his mind. So I enjoyed both of the specials. You show me pictures at least of, or articles of people saying, did Dave Chappelle go too far again? Uh, well, it's, it's this weird cherry picking for the sake of a headline or, a to write an editorial. Um, and it, I don't, it's just frustrating. Like I understand hearing a trans joke and being immediately turned off by it like i didn't think that his trans jokes were funny from the first special but it's like the there's a difference between making a joke that is just like a joke face value right and punching down and bullying somebody or you know trying to marginalize a group right I think there's a big difference, and we've talked about it before, when his last specials came out. So the difference between what he does and what, like, Larry the Cable Guy does when he's talking about gay people or the guy with the puppets when he's talking about Middle Eastern people and, and making generalizations and jokes about them all being terrorists, right? There's a, a lowest common denominator joke that has no thought put into it, and then there's something, like... <clears throat> and my big thing with Dave Chappelle is I really think that he's using his... We, right. we, we, com- we complain about people not using their power, their the platform, platform to do anything. And I think that he is using his what he has to educate people. Mm-hmm. Now, we think about, I think in general, uh, polling has shown that people are like, they kind of don't care about trans stuff, like, but in, in a positive way. Like, hey, do what you want, out of sight, out of mind, like, I don't care, I'm not checking to see who's what, who's doing what, like, just do your thing, leave me out of it, right? Uh And I don't think that's necessarily a negative thing, right? Mm. Um, But when you, the kind of people that you're going to reach at a comedy show uh, are not the same people that are going to be in your Twitter circle or your book club or, do you get what I'm saying? Like, more and more lately, we have a tendency to only associate people that think uh, the same way as us yeah. and we're not doing a service to humanity by behaving that way yeah. and he's doing something where look somebody's just coming to see Dave Chappelle because they thought his show was funny 10 years ago or however long ago it was right. and they're actually learning something oh it's like almost like a Trojan horse right mm-hmm. and I have a lot of respect for that and I think just watch the special and have an open mind and form your own opinion and it's not about liking the joke or not right it's about saying like well is he really is he really transphobic and i think if you look at the jokes in context like he drops it truth it's sandwiched in truth and uh understanding and explanation for others who may not get it yeah i, I agree with that I, li- I like the reference you made to a trojan horse of sort uh you know because you come in and you're expecting jokes and you're expecting a lot of silly things but he does hit you with the the one-two punch of this is a joke in order to approach the subject but this is a serious thing that's going on this is who is affected by this this is how people are dealing with this on a day-to-day basis and i really do like the fact that that is brought up every now and then and i also like the fact that he went on a tangent And he said that I may have approached these things and I may have made a joke about these things. But to summarize it, if some jokes that I have told make you feel like you need to go out in the world and fuck up trans people, then you a piece of shit. And I really would prefer that you not come to my shows or listen to my comedy. And 
you know, that's really that's important. He said, also, if you hear my jokes and you feel like you need to go out and make fun of interracial couples or Asian people or Mexicans, then you are a piece of shit. And I really would prefer that you not fuck with me. So I think he's done what he there's only so much that you can do in order to tell people like I'm not transphobic. I'm not homophobic. Um, and I think he's doing what he can to to let people know these things. But let's be honest, certain things are just going to rub people the wrong way. And what I've been seeing is is there have been a lot more people willing to stand up for what they believe in, even on professional uh, news outlets and stuff. Um, when I when I when I started thinking about someone who who is letting people know where they stand, you know, because Dave Chappelle does that in his comedy, like there are people who don't have to do that. Uh, I saw a video yesterday of Don Lemon uh, regard like referring to Trump going over calling African countries or whatever shitholes again. <laughs> there was a clip of Don Lemon. It wasn't necessarily going in, but he had an open platform. He was talking to people and he just mentioned like, these are luxuries. You can't, you can't do this. Like he's, he said homophobic things. He said, uh, racist things, you know, walls and shitholes and calling the football players, sons of bitches and so on and so forth. If I can actually get the clip, I'm going to put the clip in. And this is for anyone who may be taken aback by my comments. I want to be very clear here. I don't really care if you are. I hope you are. For years now, it has been, you know, two and a half years since he officially entered the political arena. For years, I and others have been trying to tell you, the American people, that this man was exhibiting bigoted behavior. I asked him about it a number of times, and he denied it, but kept up the racist rhetoric and behavior throughout the campaign and now while he's in the White House. His supporters made excuses, continue to make excuses for him. Some of them people I personally know. Some of them are his friends, as a matter of fact, and I can hear them now telling me, oh, Don, Donald didn't mean that. Donald isn't a racist or just people who don't know him. I don't think, I think he was taken out of context. I'm not sure. How many examples do you need of this? But he is a racist. And for all of you who over the last few years have uttered that tired, lazy, uninformed, uneducated, ignorant response of calling me and others who point out racist behavior racist, you know what you can go do? I can't say that, but you can go read a book, a history book, because you might learn that people from some of those shithole countries were slaves who were brought here by force to help build this country and then start your learning process from there. You also might want to do some self-examination. What does it say about you, that no matter what, no matter what, you continue to make excuses for this man, for his vile behavior, this sort of vile behavior. Doesn't that make you just as bad, if not worse, than him? And I have to be honest, I was, I was not shocked that Donald Trump reportedly called the majority of black and Hispanic countries uh, or continents shitholes. I wasn't shocked. I'm not. I'm really not outraged by it. I'm not outraged. I'm tired of being outraged, as a matter of fact. I've been outraged too many times. It's more important to be strategic than to be outraged. Some people can be outraged, but it's more important for level-headed people to be strategic rather than outraged. Otherwise, it becomes a sky-is-falling situation every time he says something dumb or stupid or racist. Here's why I'm not outraged. Because people of color warned you. You called us racists or race baiters. 
I'm not mad that you call me those things because I'm not one of them. So why are you mad if someone calls you a racist if you know you're not one? Think about that. If you know you're not a racist, then why are you mad about it when someone calls out racism? What does that say about you? You know what those black and brown folks who you call racists are saying now? They're saying you bought it, you own it. And as we say in the South, and you know what this means, bless your heart. I don't know what the fuck has happened. Everything comes full circle to how things are in society right now that has pushed people towards being ten toes down for where they are because well, you can be there has to be a res- I mean things have things have not been like this in in modern times right like this this open like I'm just gonna be a fucking dickhead yeah and also wrong about everything so the media is in a weird spot where they want to seem impartial but like you you can't like if nah. you're in the face of a, a president who who is racist and lies how can you say well we got to hear both sides like they've been playing this we got to hear both sides game for the longest and it's been hurting us i think overall yeah. over the years and now you can't do that as much because things have gotten so off the rails so now don lemon i hadn't seen him in months now he got his little he got his little afro he got his on. little fro going he got the got the fro power and he going. started the show off and he was like Donald Trump is racist Don Lemon but we already knew this Don Lemon is in fucking formation not fucking formation like he's not making <laughs> porn but I don't know what happened but he he with the shits apparently because years ago I couldn't I'm still uh, people are people I shouldn't say I'm skeptical of Don Lemon because he said some shit before that has had me like bro what the fuck I think it was people getting ready to vote they were lined up in the polls and he was walking up and down the polls and he made a comment and like here i am in i can't remember where it was a predominantly black neighborhood he's like and of course the smell of marijuana is strong in the air I was, like, <laughs> I was like why the fuck you do that why would you do that why would you do that but the way things have been people <laughs> it it's a polarizer it's a polarizer either you with either you with the shit or you not with the shit so don lemon i think he 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 reached a point where he was like, you know what, man, I can't keep doing this. I can't keep doing this, especially the way tr- Trump comes at the media. Uh, the media, of course, if there's going to be a bias, I would say they don't fuck with him. But I don't think most decent people will fuck with him in general. So Don Lemon then grew out the afro and he uh, he uh, he busting shots back at people. Let me see what else. What was this Rachel Ray Hummus thing that you've been Mention. It wasn't a, like a real thing to talk about. It okay. just it, it was more so about <clears throat> this outrage culture is a thing. <laughs> now, again, we are like SJWs, whatever you want to call it. Like we we want everybody to be taken care of and happy and all that stuff. But Rachel Ray, she said hummus originated in Israel or some shit, <laughs> and everybody was like yelling at her. And is it's that like actual? Is that real? Where did? I, I I just I screenshot the tweet and I already don't give a shit about it. But it's like, <laughs> why? Like why? So people were mad. This because... is all we do is we just get mad about shit that doesn't matter. Like, do you uh... think Rachel Ray is like in her mansion? Like, fucking yeah, let's take credit away from you know. It's like okay, they, mm-hmm. not it's every... Rachel Ray, dog. But you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, and it's not. It's a tweet. Okay. She sent it from home. Okay. Yeah. Okay. True. Can, can everybody just calm down? Everybody. And then go back to the Dave Chappelle thing real quick. Okay, they they cool. were saying that he was being sexist as well. because Oh, in the second one, because he was making he was mentioning uh, Louis C.K.'s freckled penis and how he was busting a nut on himself. Well, he said that 
that woman had a, a fragile spirit, right? Or something like that. I recall that. I do recall so, that. So now out of context, right? If you just read the, the headline, it's like, oh, well, some guy jerked off in front of her and she decided to not pursue show business anymore, like fragile spirit, right? Like that is offensive, right? Like women put up with yeah shit on the daily and then you consistently are in a professional setting and you think you're safe because louis ck projects has a certain persona right of an ally right like if you don't know him personally you just assume that he's a good guy yeah um and that can catch you off guard and you just be like fuck it i don't want to do it anymore Mm -hmm. okay so to be fair that was like the jokey part and what he talked about was how you know like Obviously, it's not the same because he has male privilege, right? Like, if we're being honest. But as a black man, like, he went through things in show business as well. And then he went on to say, like, hey, I'm not going to give everything away. But why do you think I disappeared when I was at the height of my fame? Yeah. Like, Hollywood is fucked up and there's a lot of shit. So, like, if you want to persevere in the business, like, you have to find your way to get around these things. Okay? Yeah. And, you know, he... He told a very important story. I don't know if you want to to go to go ahead. And I thought it was like very very. I'm actually going to order that book. You mean like before he signed? <laughs> no, off? not that. No, not that. Where okay. he talked about where he got paid twenty five thousand dollars when he was a kid. Yes, yes. And and it he he mentioned that he did a special or he he did a he didn't act at a place that was kind of shady and it was owned by someone that may have been involved with narcotics or something like that. Once he was done, he finished the special. He was a young kid in New York, Brooklyn. Apparently, he went towards the back. And the owner of the venue said, you did a good job, man. Here's $25,000 in cash. So he took that money and he had to take the subway back home. He left. He was taking the subway home. And he said it was the most afraid that he's ever been in his entire life. And he said, imagine having something that everyone around you at one in the morning, like if they, he said, if they knew they had this much money on him at the time, then he would be killed for it without question. And he said, now take that. And imagine having a vagina because this is something that women go through on a regular basis. And that put a lot of things in in, in perspective, Uh, at least it would for someone who doesn't doesn't try to think of these things. If you if you aren't aware, then that is bringing light to what it is that women more than likely have to deal with on a regular basis. And that shit is important when when Pete, when if you do and you walk up to a lady at work and you just hug her without consent or you just run up on her and start embracing her mad crazy. It does feel like you're about to, it might, depending on what she's been through, depending on what's going on right now or where her mindset is, it might feel like you're about to pull her into a closet or abduct her or maybe like German suplex or I don't know what's going on, but that's some creepy shit. And I think it's just the, the, the fact that people don't put thought into another person's space, another person's uh, body, how they feel about certain things before doing things that is a problem. And I believe it was something that he brought up. In, yeah, he was saying like special. that he until that moment he never knew what it was like to have something that someone else would want bad enough to put harm on him, right? Exactly. And exactly. that that gave him perspective. And I can guarantee you that gave at least ninety percent of the guys in that audience perspective and ninety percent of the men watching a whole new, you know, outlook on on sexual Yeah. How how we relate to each other? Yes, we do. As men and women, you you mentioned something earlier. We do make an attempt to to interact with people with similar mindsets, and because let's be honest, I do it myself. It's way less stressful. You know, I I don't have the energy. I have 
work, bills and rent, student loans and shit like that to pay and other relationships that I have to uphold. I don't really have the patience to be out here arguing with motherfuckers. And I'd rather not spend my time doing that because sometimes it feels like there's no benefit to it. But it is important to have somebody to bridge that gap of understanding if they can. I'll do it if a situation is like thrust upon me, but I don't dive into bullshit. If I'm walking around, I hear somebody just say, you know, Mexicans is dirty. I'm not, I'm just, if I'm in that situation, I'm going to be like, you know what, man, I know you as a person, like you can't be saying shit like this. You can't be doing shit like this. But if I hear somebody say it across the street, I'm a, I might just go on about my business and think that person's a piece of shit. Like that's just how it is. But it takes a different person to go out of their way in order to correct a situation or correct something that's going on for the betterment of both parties maybe involved. So I, I usually commend people to do that because it ain't going to be, be me. I'm going to slap the shit out of you. If, if you get too wild while I'm around, I don't, I don't like that shit. I and guess it, the, the point so we can finish the whole Dave Chappelle thing yes. is you can't come down on him for making light of serious subjects when that is w- what comedians do, especially when he is, sandwiching that like he's prefacing things and then he's having conclusions to things where it's like hey but real talk like look at this shit right Mm -hmm. like these the the people that that came to that comedy show are probably not going to hear anything like that from any of their friends Mm -hmm. and they're not going to seek any of that knowledge out they're not looking at the same kind of news outlets or this they're not following the same type of people on twitter that all all y'all woke people are Mm -hmm. so like it's just it's frustrating to me to be like well he said this and he said this and completely ignoring the fact that he's he's like okay well that was a joke but like listen to this for real though right and i i don't i mean what other modern comedian is showing that level of responsibility for the the subject matter that they're tackling right at least right. in a, a stand up uh context right i can't i can't think of anybody so i don't know i i just credit where credit is doing and it's okay to not think a certain kind of joke is funny. Like, I don't think rape jokes are funny. No. Oh, no. No. Yeah, no. But if if Dave Chappelle is going to tell one in a way where we can get rape awareness, I know this is starting to sound silly, but I think everybody gets the point, right? Like, Mm -hmm. the whole Trojan horse idea. Yes, that was was a perfect reference that you made. I'm going to commend you on that. That was good. Good job. All right, what else? All right. I, I'm, I'm I, I've been about... leading up to this a little bit. Okay, I'm leading. I, I was leading up to this because this is this involves a personal interaction that Reggie have with somebody online. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna start this off right now with the definition. Here we go. Y'all ready for this shit? All right, cool. Look, Stan. Th- there's an actual definition for this shit. There's an actual definition. I'm excited. The coffee didn't kicked in. Here we go. Definition: an overzealous or obsessive fan of a particular celebrity. The sentences he has millions of stands who are obsessed with him and call him a rap god. Uh, it's also a verb. In the sentences, y'all know I stand for Katy Perry, so I was excited to see the artwork for her <laughs> upcoming album. Now, I, I, I'm never stand anybody. I, I don't. I don't really get down with that. I am loosely affiliated, like with like celebrities via the internet. So I see certain things. I listen to certain people's music. I don't really get that involved with <laughs> people's personal lives. And I'm laughing right now because can you recall the, can you recall the interaction 
that you had, I believe, was, yeah. was it? Was it? I get you. Explain. Go ahead. So here's here's a quick thing. Like I don't understand Stanism or whatever you want to call it, especially as somebody who is like I've been making music since I was 14 years old, and I've been very into listening to music since I was like I mean I don't know like eight, ten. Like mm-hmm. music is like number one thing that I like to do. I like listen to it. I like to perform, whatever. I have never, ever, ever <laughs> been like, hey, man, like Michael Jackson didn't do that shit. Like, fuck everybody. Like, you know, it's like yeah. that person has nothing to do with me, regardless of if I like their music or the way they fucking wear clothes or, or any shit. Like, you know, it's not just a music thing. So it's crazy to me, like, to try to understand the mindset of somebody who, uh, their their Twitter handle, I got to find this shit because I screenshot it. It's literally like number one Nicki Minaj fan 2018. I'm just like, how is this? So our friend uh, Taylor Gray, I didn't even catch the whole thing, but he must have said some shit. He was talking something about like how Cardi B is doing this and that. Yes. And Nicki Minaj kind of fell off. She's still making a lot of money. She's still making songs. So she's not, she's not gone. <laughs> and, you know, I... I consider myself technically like a Nicki Minaj fan, right? Yeah. But okay, Cardi B came out and was very whack, but kind of is finding her stride. Mm-hmm. And I think the big difference is Nicki Minaj has this persona that she's created where she's, you know, everybody's my son's this and that. Like, I'm the shit. In China. Which is... <laughs> in China. Right. And then, you know, okay, that's... In China. That's, <laughs> I had that's to get part that, of... Uh, I had to get that last one off. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's part of, like, the rap thing. I get it. Like, you're you're dope. You got money. You're better than us. Cardi B is, like, still somebody from down the fucking street that got on. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Cardi B is the person you want to have a beer with or to kick it with, yeah, right? Yeah, that's true. Even yeah. though she's saying that she got money now and shit, she's still very down to earth, like, for better or for worse. Because, you know, she'd come off as a little... Yeah. Whatever. In China. So... <laughs> So uh, Taylor Gray was was just said some shit to that effect, like, "Hey, you know, Cardi B is is getting these features that nobody. Yet, it's like either Nicki Minaj is doing these features, or there's no female feature on it, and now Cardi B is getting some of these. Yeah. And then these people. Here's the thing that pissed me off. He didn't at anybody. So that means that <laughs> Nicki Minaj superfan 2014 is fucking searching for Nicki Minaj's name and Cardi B's name just to say shit about it. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so then they started clowning him. So I, 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 I was reading some of this go down, and they were saying that like he's ugly and his music is whack and all this shit. So okay, it was Nicki Minaj slays all caps. Okay, so Taylor Gray said. You're really judging when you have some kind of mentally ill obsession with someone who doesn't know you. And he said, she follows me, smiley face. Don't quit your day job because your music career ain't going nowhere. That's personal. And that's just fucked up. Y'all put, you people are putting bad energy out there. No, but here's, here's, here's where they, their mind is broken, man. Because (laughs) it's like, so, so I, I replied to, to just him. And I was just like, yo, like these, this shit going on between you and, and these, uh, were they barbs or whatever? Yeah, I think. I, I was think like, so. this is wild. You know, like I kind of want to get into this, like talk about how people want to stand for people. I need to find, did you see, did you screenshot the response to you at uh, all? No, I don't no, think no. So. Keep talking. I'm going to find it. Cause that shit had me dying. Keep going. 
So I was like, you know, this is a, a an interesting phenomenon that I think is happening more and more, you know, because the social media thing. And I want to talk about the next podcast. Then people started responding to me. And it's like, I'm not talking to any of y'all. I get that it's the internet, whatever. But then they started saying that, like, I'm wag, my podcast suck, Here all this go. shit. Here we go. And that's fine. Can all can all of you gossiping bitch niggas retain your masculinity? I know this is the reality TV simpleton.com, Drake Simp Saga Generation. You niggas cannot shut up about anything fan related and rap. Talking shit on popular artists will get responses. Use common sense. Yo, and now I, I made things a little bit worse because I jumped into Reggie and everybody's mentions and I just started laughing a lot. It was funny to me because nobody was accosting me. But these people take shit personally, though. The only ones I the only ones I chill on a little bit because I think that's become more of a doing it ironically type thing is Beyonce stands or fans because that's just funny. People like, oh, it's Queen B, Beyonce, so on and so forth. It is what it is. I'm like, all right, people like Beyonce. That's what's up. It's cool. But they aren't really malicious like that. You know, there's who do people stand for? They Mariah Carey, um, Nicki Minaj, uh, Beyonce. I can't. Well, then you got the teeny bopper shit, too. But then you got K-pop stuff. I don't know. The K-pop, I don't, I don't understand. I don't do K-pop through. people really. Yes. Oh shit. Yes. I don't, I don't speak Korean, so I don't really know what all goes into that. The shit gets malicious to the point where there were, there was one account that put up pictures of four different. Oh, they, I guess people stand for Taylor Swift, Selena uh, Gomez, um, Demi Lovato, and shit like that. But someone put up pictures of like four of these ladies, and the caption was. Wear red or blue if you hugged your father last Father's Day. And I think Demi Lovato's dad passed away <laughs> from lung cancer. Don't laugh. Shut up. Stop. No, <laughs> it's the fact that somebody will make that shit. Someone made that. like, yeah, her dad is dead. Her Sam. dad dead. But I was like, yo, what the fuck? I went to look for the tweet in question and the account was suspended. Which made sense because they made it on BuzzFeed. So I was like, oh, it's only, only a matter of time before they get their shit taken down. So that's what happened with that. But... Y'all, it, there's more important things out here than than making these accounts just to ride the dick. Or that's clitoris. no. I think there's that's there's something clinical going on when it's this bad because this person uh, says Oomph is the queen of rap. She's the alpha, the omega, everything, all caps in between. Flames. You know, honestly, I feel like I feel like it's some of the no. I can't blame the celebrities because I'm get that's getting close to like video games cause violence type shit. And this person has 745 followers, okay, uh-huh. which is more than me. But <laughs> point being, <laughs> don't you think that the Nicki Minaj official page there's going to be some sort of algorithm that's going to follow a certain number of people that have Nicki Minaj in their fucking name to like make them feel special yeah like you really think that you got 700 followers and Nicki Minaj follows you just because she really wants to know what you're saying nah man but I think the main thing is so me and Taylor Gray are lame because we do music but we aren't rich and haven't sold as many records as Nicki Minaj uh-huh. uh, my podcast sucks because we only get however many listeners an episode <laughs> and we're both ugly but we are not we, we are actually um, you know content creators and and artists Instead of trying to live vicariously through someone we will never, ever meet. Like, how can you ever get online and call somebody lame and call their existence pointless when they are actually pursuing something Uh outside of let me look up Nicki Minaj's name on Twitter 
to see if there's anybody I can try to clap at today. That is insane. That's crazy. That is weird shit. I've used the search feature, but it was mostly for like video purposes. I'm not going to specify. If Nicki Minaj needs somebody with 700 followers to defend her on the internet, like her, she's not in good shape. She a grown ass woman. Let, let her fight her own battles in China. Like, it's not that. And you know what? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care if Nicki Minaj sells a million albums, zero albums. I don't care what Cardi B does, you know, because they're not me. Yeah, that's facts. This is some, I feel like this is some, like, Sway Kanye West, like, interview type stuff. We both got microphones and we both sitting here, you know, and you guys can't see him, but I'm looking at his body language while he's saying this. Like, it's, it's like sharp movements. Like, listen. But like, it's like, listen. I don't, it's just, it's, I like to understand where people are coming from. No, no, no. And I get very frustrated when yeah. I'm like, this makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Like people eating Tide Pods. Why y'all doing that? You seen them? You seen that shit? No, let them do it. No, why? Let them keep doing it. <laughs> no, it's real funny. Keep doing it. Why the fuck are y'all busting Tide Pods? You know that's, hey, you've had soap in your mouth before. You know that shit don't taste nah, good. Nah, that shit don't taste good. And y'all recording, y'all recording yourselves busting open like they like oh man somebody was cooking tie pods in a no and then somebody's gonna die and then we're (laughs) and then we're supposed to feel bad for them how could this have happened he was just eating detergent and you recorded it was funny man what the fuck happened to fidget spinners that that was about as random as i could probably get during the episode like i said the coffee kicked in i only mentioned it because i saw this dude bite into a tie pod he started like spinning a fidget spinner like after he had done it, I think they're on the decline, but there might be a resurgence. Maybe now is the time to buy a stock and. I should have. I'm gonna I'm I'm stock up on this uh, fidget spinner stock. Uh, so. I have one more big thing to complain about. I hit don't me, know hit me with that. Hit me with them shenanigans. Uh, the whole Golden Globes thing. Oh. The, with times up and all that. Okay, elaborate. Go ahead. Uh, so I'm sure a lot of people are gonna disagree with me and get mad, but I don't even know what he's about to say right now. So there's, I didn't watch. I was at work. That I. It annoys me that, like, I'm I'm glad that we're doing Time's Up and Me Too and all those things very important and we're raising awareness. But it bothers me that all of these actors and actresses and, and people in the, the industry are getting, um, you know, like, wow, they're so brave and they're doing this and they're doing that. And I'm glad they're doing something. But they're everybody's coming out now that it's, quote, safe, like as safe as it can be, I guess, to 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 be a part of a, such a movement, right? Right. It's just like, it. The, the optics of it really bother me. And it's like, you you guys were all the same people who a year ago knew that all these people were doing this shit, but it wasn't happening to you. So you're like, well, let me donate money to this cause and let me do this. Mm. Instead of making a stink before it was popular and potentially ruining your career, right? Oh. And a lot of these people, like, <clears throat> certain people who were... were like like up there and shit like uh, wasn't Nicole Kidman presenting or something yeah it's like so. dude you've you've been had a career and you've been rich like if you get blackballed now who gives a fuck right like if if this is really where your heart's at like stand up and say something don't wait till now like hey better late than never like totally I feel that and I'm, I'm glad that we're we're riding the wave but like man that's some bullshit that everybody's like wow like look at look at everybody coming out wearing black like nah fuck that man Mm-hmm. I don't know. That shit bothers me, and and not to like suck Colin Kaepernick's dick too hard. I want to use him because he's a, a recent example. Like his career is done because he decided to not make a stand. Duh. But, uh, uh, but you know, nice. he he good. did his shit when like it was it was not popular and it wasn't happening, and he got blackballed from the entire NFL. Yeah. At, at you know basically when he could have been at the peak of his career, like 
he had some off years, you know, but sports are like that. Like he was probably about to have some good ass years right now. And mm-hmm. that's, that's just all done for him. And, it's like and yes, he is rich and he has made money, but he could have made a lot more money. Yeah. So he decided, to you know, that. he gave it all up because he believed in something and you got these entertainers over here that waited until all this shit came out. I don't want to say organically because motherfuckers be keeping quiet. Yeah. But all this shit leaked out and they're like, yeah, now like let's pile on. And yes, I'm glad that we are getting to a place where we can call people out. Yes. But I I hesitate to call Natalie Portman a hero for being at the Golden Globes and being like, well, yeah, you know, all, all these uh, all the directors nominated for director of the year are males. Yeah, that's bullshit. But you have money and ability to produce things like mm-hmm. say say this shit two years ago mm. don't wait until now when everybody's like yeah like fuck this yeah. that's all i'm saying i'm okay. glad she said it it's important to say it but where's everybody been this whole time yeah activism does. is more about tweeting donating money if you're already rich like mm-hmm. so to make a change you got to put some shit on the line and everybody's gonna be like what are you doing what are you doing that's not it's not the point no I i'm just you. saying motherfuckers gave shit up people mm-hmm. died People lost their careers. People were blackballed. Yeah. Then all these Hollywood people be like, yeah, get out of here. Well, okay. Louis C.K. I hear you. Yes, get the fuck out of here. But, I mean, they could have saved some people some stress, right, if they would have said some shit. Potentially. Risk it all, put it all in line. It takes, yeah, everybody comes out at their own time, though. I think usually it's, it's, it's a numbers type thing. The more people that are coming out with accusations and with these charges, it makes it more easy for those afterwards to do so but i get what you're saying you're saying that it should be a little bit more easier for you if you're already in a position of power to do it rather than someone who's up and coming that nobody knows you know so it's relative well over for instance okay she's worth billions she's hugely powerful person in the industry yes and tangent uh you said oprah right yes okay i i don't i don't I don't think the Oprah for president thing should it's happen. A terrible idea. I don't. Sorry, I, guys. I, I I don't know where this fascination with celebrities as presidents and so on and so forth comes from. Like I've seen what that what that what's that like what that's about. I'm good. Matter of fact, Ronald Reagan was an actor before he became a president. I'm but he really didn't not, go from actor just straight to straight president. to president. No, he that he that's did my thing. Oprah too. can totally be president, but like, hey, maybe like be a mayor uh, or some shit first. I, I feel like I don't know. I prefer someone. A scientist, whether they be that's what I'm saying, or man, I don't care who, but someone with some know how about something important. Not saying she doesn't, but I, I just get very nervous about that shit now. But continue. Well, I mean, that's that's part of the thing too. So I think uh, I forget what the percentage is, but it's like overwhelmingly, like over seventy percent um, of people in politics holding office are lawyers. Everybody's a lawyer. Yes, a debater. Yes, not necessarily a truth teller, right? Yes. So yes. let's get some fucking scientists and shit up in get there. Get a person of science. Let's get some economists. Please. Uh, some more doctors. I think doctors are second though. Please. Uh, next to lawyers. Like let's get some diversity. Yes. Oprah is a very smart and talented lady, but you can't just go from show business uh, to, uh, mm, because yes, Donald Trump is a certain kind of stupid, Yeah. but you see how well that's working out that he right. just transitioned straight into, he doesn't know what the fuck anything is. And why no, would you, why no, would you? No, 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 no. I'm not down with that. I mean, I believe she's a competent woman, very strong and powerful woman. I, I fucks with Oprah, but I don't, I don't need people like that to be, you know what I'm saying? I'm just nervous. I'm, 
highly skeptical and I'm highly nervous. Don't don't yell at me, but I'm not really really down. I need someone that can finesse their way in there. Like uh, so, Oprah is somebody who you know, like really came from the ground up. She was sexually assaulted when she was young. Yes. Um, and she, not to say that she hasn't been any voice at all of any kind. I think she's done a lot of important work. Hey, I've met Oprah. I was on the Oprah show. Oh, you were? Okay. Nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she you a car? No, this was before all that shit. Before I got a, she started I got a mug and a t-shirt. Oh, okay. Damn. All right. That's all good. Um, but you know, okay. And these pictures may be somewhat misleading, but it's like, she knows Harvey Weinstein. She was in pictures with him. And I find it hard to believe that. If if fucking Family Guy is making jokes about knowing the shit that he did, she didn't know. She had no clue. Mm. I, that's all I'm saying. It's like, I understand that money changes you and, and this and that. But it's like, man, you got all this money and all this pull and you're afraid of making waves because of because you want your fucking soups to come out in, in a couple years. I don't know, man. Yeah, people don't want to fuck their money up. It man. might not quite be exactly that, but I hope everybody understands what I'm getting at here. I I, I believe so. I think I do. I think, but I'm caffeinated as shit right now. I've been drinking a latte this entire time. I'm sorry, y'all. And it got caramel in it, too. Mm-hmm. All right. But again, take it from me. I'm the resident Oprah expert. Oprah expert. He He's met Oprah. I haven't, so there's that. We have one question, actually. So uh-huh. I'm, I'm going to bring this up Wait, right so now. we didn't, we haven't been uh, reaching out to our audience of five people. Oh, really? What happened? What have I missed? Well, no, I'm just saying, I'm surprised we got a question. Did you ask for questions? Yeah, I did. I did. And the question is innocent enough. Um, we were asked by the name is Crystal Gemini on Twitter. The at is that I sounds don't, erotic. I don't, it does. It sounds very, very erotic. But the question was innocent enough. Um, they said I forgot to send him a, a listener question for Spit Sessions earlier this week. But I want to know what you guys are wearing to the Black Panther premiere, and what you think I should wear. Oh fuck, that's a great question. <laughs> it's kind of cute. You want to take the lead on this one? Not necessarily, but I will. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Okay. All right. So I am considering wearing a brand new pair of Tim's because it's, it's rather cold in Chicago right now. I am not going to tie the laces up. I may have one pant leg up while the other one is down. I haven't I haven't, I haven't fully considered it yet. I don't want my shins freezing because, like I said, it's kind of cold. Um, if I can get some form of FUBU for... Uh, the lower and upper body, that would be kind of cool. I'm going to try and layer it up. And I might look for a do-rag of sorts. And if you guys have seen me, or if you look at the podcast art, you will know that my hair is rather long. So I'm not hoping for waves. I'm just doing it for the aesthetics. I don't know if I'm going to tie it up. You know what? I'm going to let the flap out. I might let the flap out. So that's that's probably what I'm going to gonna go with. If I can get some uh, some uh, Sean John Valor suits going on, that's pretty decent. Let me know if you guys see anything on Craigslist, because I haven't seen anything in Macy's or... Or Marshalls, so there's that. But I've, I've I've been thinking about this for a while. I thought about going full dashiki, but I don't want to appropriate anybody's culture. So that's me. Your turn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I you know what I uh, I've never dressed up for anything ever to see a movie, and I did see the Star Wars prequels in the theater the day they came out. I mm-hmm. think every time, and I was like, oh, look at these dumb motherfuckers with lightsabers. But that is a great idea to dress up for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I pretty much wear black all the time, but what I could do. Is I go to Target, get me uh give me one of them Black Panther t shirts, mm-hmm. maybe get a, a toothpick, or better yet, mm-hmm. chew sticks. You familiar with those? It's basically a twig. 
<laughs> did, did you ever go through that phase of chewing on the twig? Yeah. They come in a little package yeah. and they got flavors and shit. I used to think people just pick sticks up off the off the ground Me and too. put them in their mouth because they look like you, you just pulled them off a tree. That shit was weird. Somebody but, yeah. dropped a knowledge on me that you just buy a pack of them. Exactly. That makes sense. All right. And what I'm going to suggest that you wear is uh, a jersey dress with all white Air Force Ones. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. For the culture. It's okay. Or maybe some some sort of denim with various NBA patches on them. If you can still find one of those. Oh, you know what? She should wear some overalls with one strap off. Okay. And a really big white airbrush t-shirt underneath. Okay. And some Dwayne Wade flip-up glasses. Okay. I fuck with that. That's real cool. With Afro puffs. There you go. See, people weren't prepared for us to have an actual answer for this, but we think about these things on a regular basis. All right. So I think I think we're going to wrap it up. I have a, I have a plug. Do your thing. So uh, basically, ah. I'm playing a show on the 26th at Emporium in Wicker Park, not the one in Logan Square. Mm. So the, the, the other one. There's only one that has shows. So for our one or two Chicago listeners that are probably already going to the show, Come to Emporium on the 26th. It's free. They have video games there mm-hmm. that are only a quarter each. You get tokens. Mm-hmm. Um, drinks are fairly priced. It's a happening area. There's a Harold's Chicken across the street. There is. I don't know if it's black owned, but it's chicken. Uh, black people work there. All right. So <laughs> with that being said, we appreciate you guys listening in one more time. Um, I think that's pretty much it. You want to sign off any particular way? Yeah, uh, let's have a meetup in yeah. the spring. Does anybody want to have a meetup with us? If you listen to the podcast, press one on your phone right now. Dial one nine hundred. No, just one. Makes a lot. <laughs> and kick just them the nasty thumb. Just the number one. All right, so we'll catch you guys later. Quiet on the beat. Sam Arpin on the beat. Action, K to I on the beat. K to I, Cambridge Mass, Comedos, what's up?